All right, thank you for tapping in with us tonight for another Bible study at Kingdom Living Ministries. I am Dr. Lewis, and the topic tonight is standing firm in the face of opposition. Why not you? Okay, so tonight, as we explore the profound truth that possessing the qualities and gifts of God's children doesn't exempt us from the opposition of Satan. In fact, it often intensifies his attacks because he recognizes the power and potential within us. The enemy, Satan, is well aware of the qualities and gifts bestowed upon God's children. He knows we are the children of light, chosen and beloved, heirs of God and more than conquerors. It's precisely because of these qualities that he seeks to destroy us and throw obstacles in our way. So before I get into the topic, I want to tell y'all some of the qualities. I want somebody to read the scriptures because we have to be reminded of these qualities. Um, I'll read the first one that I'm going to give. The second one, um, I'll, I'll ask someone else to read it. But I want y'all to keep this embedded in your heart and mind so you will remember who you are in Christ. Okay, so we are the children of light. Ephesians 5 and 8 says, for ye were sometimes darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. So we're not in bondage no more. We're not blind to the sin of this world. We had the light on us and we understand what's going on and what's happening. We are following Christ, not of the world. Okay, that's what that means. Somebody read 1 Peter 2 and 9 for me. First Peter chapter two, verse nine. And this is you are chosen and elect. You are the chosen and elect. So first Peter chapter two, verse nine is going to tell us about it. Somebody going to read. If not, let me read this and y'all get ready for the next one. I'll read it. Okay, go ahead. I'll read it. All right. First Peter uh, chapter 2, 9. But ye are chosen, are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should sheep off the praises of him who hath called you out of the darkness into his marvelous light. All right. Amen. Amen. So you are chosen. You're not just somebody else. You just was created for nothing. You were chosen. You were elected. So you you're mighty in itself. OK, so the next one, you are beloved. I want y'all to make sure y'all writing these down or go back and listen to this later because you need to know the powerful qualities of yourself in Christ. So the number three is beloved. And the chat, the verse is first John chapter three, verse two. If anyone wants to read, go ahead and read. If not, I'll read it to you. Okay. What's the scripture again? It's first John chapter three, verse two.
You almost there? Yeah, I got it. You want me to read it? Yep, go ahead and read it for us. Uh, dear friends, now we are children of God, and what we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. All right. So you are beloved. So remember, I was always telling you, we are little gods in the world. You are God. That alone in itself, if God created us this way, we are powerful. We don't use our power enough. You are beloved. I don't care what the world tells you or judge you based on. You are beloved. Number four, children of God. I'll read that one. This is John John 1, chapter 1, verse 12. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Your children of God. Number five, you are the heirs of God. Romans eight seventeen. I'm going to read that one and then I want you all to read the rest. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may also glorify together. So we suffered, we suffer with him, that we may also we be that we may be also glorified together. Yeah, so this is temporary. Number six, you're righteous. I want somebody to read this. You're righteous. This first John chapter three, verse seven. Somebody read that. And say it with your chest, because this is this this is a good one. You're righteous. First John chapter three, verse seven. We y'all Bible upset. I can read it. All right, come on. Little children, let no man deceive you. He he that doeth righteousness is righteous, even if he is righteous, even as he is righteous. Amen. Amen. You're righteous. Number seven. You're more than a conqueror. Yeah, I know a lot of you guys already heard the song played many times. You're more than a conqueror. This is where they get it from. Romans chapter 8, 37. This says, nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. We are conquerors through him that love us. No matter what our circumstances are, we are conquerors. Through him that loved us. Number eight, children of promise. This is in Galatians chapter 4, 28. Somebody want to read it? If not, I'll read it. Galatians 4, verse 28. You're children of the promise. Of his promise. I got it. You want me to read it? Sure. Uh, it says, Now we, brethren, 
as Isaac was as the two women. Uh-uh. <laughs> that ain't it? No, that ain't it. Now we, brethren, as Isaac was our, the children of promise. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was reading the wrong time. That's okay. Go to Thessalonians 4, 7, Isaiah. Your children of the promise. Number nine, you're called to holiness. You're called to holiness. Go to Thessalonians chapter four, verse seven. Read that for me and I'll finish out 10. And those are the 10 qualities of you that are in Christ. And then I'm going to go on and tell y'all why we face the opposition. All right, I got it. You ready? Yes. It says, God has not called us for impurity. But in holiness. Amen. For God did not call us to be in but to live a holy life. Amen. You are called to be holy. This is a gift. You're called to be holy. Number 10 is you're a royal priesthood. That's in 1 Peter 2 and 5. Ye also, as lively stones, are built up a spiritual house. And holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. So what is a spiritual sacrifice? I'm going to surrender myself to Christ. I'm going to fast. I'm going to pray. I'm going to meditate on his word. Okay. I'm going to give myself as a living sacrifice. I'm going to sacrifice everything for Christ. That's what that is. Okay. So, with all of these qualities, right, that the believer has, the enemy knows these qualities. He's well aware of your qualities, right? He knows that we are children of the light, and it's precisely because of these qualities that he wants to destroy us and throw obstacles in our way. Everybody here right now has faced some type of obstacle in their life that keep us further away from his word think about tonight's study think about what it took for you to get to tap on some of you guys were busy doing other things some of you may have been arguing with a friend or arguing with your boyfriend or your girlfriend whatever or maybe you've been frustrated at work all of these things is keep you away from getting into your word, getting into this Bible, attending Bible study, setting aside time to pray and meditate on his word. So those qualities that I gave y'all, make sure y'all write those scriptures down. If you go back into the um, the team's link, you'll see it there under the description, all of the um the scriptures, I advise y'all to write them down, post them to your mirror, post them somewhere where y'all rem- are reminded of who you are in Christ. Okay. And because of that very thing, the enemy is ready at all times. So tonight, before we finish our study, we're going to pray in advance for all the things that we can think of that the enemy will try to attack to get us distracted from um, focus, focusing on Jesus Christ. Okay, so I'm going to tell you all about a story um, about Paul. I'll sum it up. Right. So Paul, he was beaten. He was uh, jailed. He was ridiculed for spreading the gospel. 
And the gospel is his word. Right? But that didn't deter him because he knew who Jesus Christ was. So he endured all of these sufferings and still gave his life to Christ and surrendered his life to Christ. His circumstances was certainly more than whatever we going through right now. Another person that has gone through uh, opposition was Jesus Christ himself. He was up on the cross, died for us. They throwing rocks and throwing stones and he come to save us. And then on top of him doing that, while he was still on the cross, getting views out, talked about, spat on, stoned, he still said, forgive them. They don't know what they do. Forgive them. Think about how much strength I had to take. You know, I know for me, when I face opposition, I've faced so much opposition this past year alone. It made me want to give up my uh, faith in God. And I'm going to just be transparent with y'all. I wanted to say, man, I never struggled this, this much in my life. I mean, when I was in the world, I didn't have all these problems. But the moment I gave my life to Christ, I'm faced with all this opposition. I was having my way. I was doing it. Da, da, da. But the minute I want to do right, here come all this mess. The Holy Spirit spoke to my heart. Why you, why you think Satan plaguing you with that? Why? Because he knows who we are in Christ. But at the time, I, I was a little shaky in my faith. Why? Because I wasn't in my word. I wasn't studying. I wasn't showing sure up for nobody's Bible study. I definitely wasn't going to nobody's church. But I was on brunch turning up on Sundays. Mm. And I'm not saying that. You, you you can't do these things. You can't have brunch or enjoy life or do these things. But what I am saying is we need to make time for Christ. We can't. I, we can't. So the more we take away time to not commit to the word. The enemy ain't bothering you. You ain't, you're not a bother to him. You're powerful in God's kingdom, which is why he's plaguing you right now. But I'm here to tell y'all, don't give up. Whatever your circumstance is right now, the word of God spoke to my heart to remind everybody here tonight that was able to top on tonight. This word is specifically for you. Do not give up. I don't care what it looked like. You're too far ahead to go back. You're too far. You're getting too close to being committed daily to Christ to go backwards. And when you get to where you need to be, you would appreciate the obstacles that was thrown in your way. Why? Because it's building up your strength and your faith in God. Because right now, the times is only getting harder. Like the enemy is showing up and he's so obvious right now. He's showing up. Look at the different celebrities that we may have loved and stuff. Look at how the world is right now. Everybody is is a demon. Y'all know the time. Oh, they on demon time. They on demon time. They telling you who they are. We can't stand a chance. If you're not engrafted in, in, 
in, in God's covenant, if you're not studying your word to understand what's happening in the world, you will be lost. So, yeah, the temporary, the temporary sensation. Hold on one second. What? The temporary sensation of doing worldly things or things that it's not of God. It, it, it feel good in a moment. But think about the sacrifice that you have to make to stay in there. I know I've stepped outside of my calling of God so many times in my life. I knew I had a calling on my life, but I didn't operate in it. I kind of put it to the side. And certain things happened in my life where I had to fall flat on my face and surrender to God. Man, the enemy used the people that I love the most to destroy me, to bring me back to Christ. Because no one could help me but God get through it. Have y'all ever been through situations in life where y'all felt like y'all weren't, y'all not, nobody can help you. Nobody, it it don't matter if they had a million dollars, nobody can help your specific situation. It's a reason for that. Because God want to get your attention so you can focus and depend on him fully in that world. So keep in mind when we're going through things and stuff happening, stop praising God. God, I thank you for delivering me from this turmoil right here. God, I thank you for removing it out of my life, God. Thank you for building up my faith in you. I praise you. I honor you. Shift the atmosphere because you have the power to do so. And watching it, it, it'll turn around for your good. Keep in mind, the enemy is paying attention to your obedience. And we're in a season where God is honoring our obedience. So just because the enemy is plaguing you with whatever you're going through, doesn't mean that God is not going to deliver you. But you got to have the faith to know that he's going to deliver you. So there's no giving up. There's no giving up on God. So last week we talked about forgiving ourselves, right? So this week we we still dealing with ourselves. We forgave ourselves for what we did in the past. Now we moving forward. We pressing forward in Christ. So no matter what it look like, we keeping it trucking. We going to keep on trucking in Christ. Okay. And the moment you really take inventory of the things that you were able to conquer and to get over the moment you really sit in the things that you were able to get through, the more committed you will become to Christ. I'm going to let, um, no, I I was going to have do a testimony, but I'm not, I'm going to hold it for a minute. But what I will say is, um, God is still God and he's still God in the midst of your mess. I promise. And I know in the midst of my mess, it looks bad. It feel bad. It hurt. But I promise you, God has the last say in every area of our life. If we depend on him. Okay. So I'm going to get back to Paul. Paul writes in Ephesians 1. Verse 27 through 30. I'm going to read it. 
Paul writes that ye may know what is exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. Paul recognized the incredible power of God within believers. He did. But Paul's journey wasn't easy from it was far from easy. He endured imprisonment, beating countless trials, like I was telling y'all. He wrote much of the New Testament from the confinements of prison, a testimony to his unwavering faith. Could y'all imagine you in prison and you spreading the gospel? You spreading the gospel with people. And you still trust in God. After they say you're going to be in here for the rest of your life. You still trust in them. You're going to be in here for the rest of your life. You still spreading the gospel. That is unwavering faith. Now let's address a common question. Why do we face opposition again? When we give our lives to Christ. The answer lies in what I told y'all before, but it's a spiritual battle we are engaged in. Understand it's all spiritual. It's not just by chance these situations happening to you. It's not by chance that your car's breaking down. It's not by chance that, you know, your your your, your job's is acting up or, or your kids is acting up or your, you know, your, your health is not where it should be or anything. It's not by chance. It's all spiritual. As soldiers of Christ, we are on the front lines and the enemy seeks to hinder our mission and shake our face. We must maintain composure during opposition. Remember the opposition Jesus Christ endured, guys. And keep the faith. Remember, I was telling y'all, it's important for us to connect with one another, to love on one another. Just even text somebody to say, hey, how you doing? I know a lot of times we all get busy and we don't get a lot of chances to to connect with each other on a daily basis because life be life in, you know, but you don't know your impact in somebody else's life because we all spirits. We all connected for a reason. We all here to help one another. We all here to bless one another. Some of y'all don't even know each other. But the more and more we study, you'll get to know each other. However, it's important for us to connect with one another, other believers. Okay. I just pray that you guys continue in the fight. That's my that's my prayer for y'all every day, because it's something that I have to pray all the time, all the time. You know. I just, it, it's so many powerful stories in the Bible of people that endured so much more than what we're going through right here. So much more. Think about, I don't know if you guys remember Job in the Bible, all he endured. I think I spoke about this in one of our studies as well, how Job uh, went through depression. He lost his whole family and he was a righteous man. He faced so many tragedies. He lost his money, his health, his family, but he remained steadfast in his faith. And he, this is a, a scripture from Job that I like. Though he slay me, yet I will, I will trust in him. Then trust in Jesus Christ. 
That's in Job chapter 13, 15. His story reminds us that even in the dark moments, we must trust him. Gotta trust him. And at the end of the story, a lot of people don't talk about this Job story. Everything that the enemy thought that he was doing to destroy Job turned around for his good. He got everything that he lost back plus, 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 plus. So why wouldn't God do it for us? A lot of us are being so obedient right now. Like, so, uh, so obedient to Christ. It's, it, it really encourages me. It checks me when I even get out of line. Because we all can get out of line. We all can fall short of the glory of God. And I'm not going to be one of them people that sit on here and pretend that I don't. Because I do. I'm perfectly made. But I make some imperfect decisions at times. I make some imperfect comments at times. And I'm going to just keep that all the way real with you. However, my obedience and to to this ministry and y'all commitment to being obedient puts me back in alignment where I need to be. So I thank God for each and every one of y'all that's here. And I just go back and look at the numbers of the downloads of our studies that we're posting online. We get numbers. The study started out with three people. Glory to God. We almost had 50 of everybody that attended show up. Plus, we're going to double that before the year is out. We're going to triple that. We're going to do many more. But I'm just saying that to say that the live Bible study is growing. And God honors our obedience. And thank y'all for inviting y'all families to, to, to study with us. Because sometimes gathering your families or sometimes tapping in here is not easy for us. But I promise you, as as long as we are studying this word and then getting encouragement, we're going to get this. We will not be the lost children. And looking at this world like, yeah, 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 that's right. That's cool. Yeah, that we're doing that. We're doing what the world doing and the world going straight to hell. Now we're going to be woke and understand what's going on. Uh, no, that's not a God because I'm in my word. So I know that it is not of him because I'm telling you on the next couple months, y'all going to see people coming out of the woodworks saying that they are. They already got somebody saying they're the Messiah already. There's already people out there, uh, pastors being exposed. That, 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 that they're witches and warlocks. Prophets that aren't prophets. I need y'all to be able to identify who's who in Christ. So with that being said, we're going to dig into this word every time we get. Every chance we get, we're going to dig deeper into this word. And the more and more we study, I'm taking us deeper and deeper. There's no time for us to keep talking about things that you learned in vacation Bible study anymore. I'm going to just say it. That's okay. That's great to know. But what else? How can I um, use that information from childhood to be able to work it in my life right now? Right now, for me, it's a panic that we get this word out. I feel like the alarms are set off 
in me, in my heart, the alarm is set off. Like, oh my God, I got to make sure I bring as many people to Christ as possible because this world is coming to an end sooner than we think. And the enemy is ramping up. He's ramping up his, his problems, his obstacles, his issues and throwing at us because he don't want to spend eternity in hell alone. He want to bring as many people as he can with him. So if he could deter us now, right, he could take away, snatch away our faith now and throw us back out to the wolves. He won. I refuse to let him win with anybody here. In Jesus name, we will not be lost and blind to what's happening in here. So when we are faced with opposition and these problems arise, we're going to talk to that thing right there. Father God, in the name of Jesus, you will not have my life. You will not have my mind. In the name of Jesus, this spirit has to leave me right now. These obstacles will not take me out. These problems will not stop me from growing in Christ. I depend on you. I trust you no matter what it look like. And if we're going to have victory on the other side. Anybody have any questions about oppositions? Because this <laughs> we're going into redemption season. I, we are we are we are going to conquer all of this stuff that we are going through each and every last one of us anybody have any questions about anything that we discussed tonight how to stand firm in opposition in the face of opposition because it's been a struggle don't feel ashamed now because I'm telling you the enemy is real. And he using anything and anybody to distract us. So if you have a question about how to get through it or any any question in relation to opposition, please ask. So it doesn't sound like anybody have any questions about this. So I'm going to, um, at this time, I want to give everybody the opportunity to repent. And we need to repent for not trusting God in the face of our mess and opposition. So tonight, I'm going to ask that everybody surrender, lay all of your issues, all of your problems at the cross tonight and how do you do that you go in prayer and let god know you give it to him you're not gonna worry about it whatever happens it's gonna happen i trust you god i'm not gonna worry i'm not gonna be depressed i'm not gonna have anxiety i'm gonna lay it at your feet because you told me that your load you would carry the load You told me you will fight my battles. So right now, let's pray a prayer of repentance. Um, Isaiah or Erica, somebody, somebody lead us in prayer of repentance in Jesus' name.
Father God, in the name of Jesus, we all come to you with our heads bowed and our hearts stayed on you, Jesus. We're asking that you please forgive us for not trusting wholly and keeping our faith in you, Father. We ask that you give us more strength to endure what we're going through, each and every last one of us, Lord Jesus. We ask that we just keep our hearts stayed on you, Jesus, in anything that we go through. In your precious name, we ask, amen. 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 So before we close out, guys, um, if you want to rededicate your life back to Christ, this is an opportunity to do so. When the call ends, you call back. I will say the prayer of salvation with you. Um, make sure after study, you take time to yourself and, and go and go and talk to God. I know Erica said the prayer of repentance for us, but we need to discuss that thing with God and really let it go. And it's going to take us getting me. I get in a closet. I get in my real closet and get on the floor and lay my problems and issues at his feet. So take this time to separate yourselves. We do this anyway. We separate ourselves to be in our thoughts. We need to separate ourselves to be in, be to worship and to be with him and commune with him. Because nobody, everybody got advice for something that they're not going through. Everybody can tell you the answer for a problem that they don't have. But we're going to stop that today. We're going to give our issues and cares to God. We're going to get in this word. We're going to fellowship with one another. So in Jesus name, I pray that this uh, study blessed you and helped you in some way. And I advise that everybody go back and tune in and listen to it. Share it with a friend because someone is struggling with is are they doing the right thing by continuing studying and continuing to go to church by um, praying every day? Somebody want to give up. We can't let that happen. And if we love the people that we say that we love and we loyal to the people that we loyal to, we're going to continue to uplift them in prayer. And encourage them and tell them God got it. If they allow it. So invite them to study. I love y'all to life. Um, make sure y'all subscribe to the website. Um, www.kingdomlivingentertainment.com um, If you want to email us, info at or prayer at kingdomlivingentertainment.com Y'all can message me anytime if you want me to pray with you. Um, I pray that this message blessed y'all because I'm telling you it kept me up. Like, I, it kept me up for the last two days. Like, I, is it Wednesday yet? Is it Wednesday yet? Because um, it blessed me. Because I don't even know how I'm standing up right now. How I'm smiling right now. Because the enemy hates it. He hates that I'm giving y'all this word. He hates that I'm sharing this with y'all. So he throwing all types of daggers, but he not going to win. And at some point, I'm going to give my testimony. So I encourage y'all to do the same. Do anybody have a testimony here that they want to share? If not, we're going to close out. Anybody have a testimony?
Because these testimonies encourage someone. And it really helped push them through. All right. Well, you guys have an amazing week. Y'all continue to push through. I will see you guys Sunday and Wednesday. Sunday or Wednesday, whatever day you guys attend. Um, I love y'all to life. Good night. Thank you.